Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves, or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Bennis. Welcome, Journey of You family. Today, I want to have just a little bit of a heart-to-heart and be super transparent with you. So I've been reading this book called The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst, and it has really impacted my decision-making. I don't know about you, but there are times that I have analysis paralysis where I'm trying to look at every single different option and figure out each what if and plan for this. I've got a plan A for plan B, plan C for plan B, a backup to the backup to the backup. And I'm looking at all these different things of like, okay, well, this could happen. Well, if this happens, I do this. And it takes forever to come to the decision that I need to. When it's in relation to stuff with work, I can make a decision very quickly. But when it's stuff that's very personal or that it just feels like it's going to impact so many people because your decisions completely affect more than just you. It weighs on me a lot longer because I'm trying to play out every scenario and figure out, well, what is the best decision in this situation? And it leaves me stagnant sometimes because I'm having such a hard time navigating through all the different analytics of what I'm looking at. And so, you know, you mix the emotions in with that. It, of course, makes it much harder. And so I started reading this book by Lisa Turkhurst and she said of course there are times that it's very obvious that yes this is a bad decision this is a good decision we're going with a good decision but what about those times when you have two good decisions but one is greater than the other which one deserves your best yes and so this past weekend I had an event that I was supposed to attend and I had already signed up for it in advance and that morning you know my husband got up and got dressed and Most Saturdays, he's usually at work, but this particular Saturday, he was off and he was like, you know, let's, you know, go do something fun or go eat at a place we've never been to before. You know, maybe we go to Alpharetta or Tennessee or just something. And it was like, that sounded really good, but my two oldest were taking their ACT at the time. And so anything that we did, we'd have to wait for them to get done. And, you know, um, my son was there and then my grandson was there and, We were like, that would be awesome, but you know, I've got to go to this event in a couple hours. And my husband was just like, we always have somewhere to go. We've always got something to do, some time constraint, some activity 
somebody's something that we've got to attend. So it's like, how come we can't just have a family day that like that's priority with no time constraints and we can just go wherever we want to go, do whatever we want to do and just take our time and enjoy life. Well, you always know that I talk about making your dash count and the importance of the moments. And so this was one of those decisions where it was like, okay, I've already signed up to go to this event. I really, really try to be a woman of my word. So it was like, what do I do? What is the best yes in this situation? Because volunteering over here and giving back is good. Staying, you know, available and going and being, spending time with my family is also good. Which one should I choose? And so my best yes for that particular day was to choose my family. I've told y'all a million times that your home is your first and most important ministry. And so I can't tell that to you all and not do that same thing myself. Practice what you preach. And so I was like, okay, we're going to choose to have a family day and focus on our family. And I told my husband, I was like, okay, I, I canceled it. You know, I'll, I'll sign up for another time. Let's focus on our family and just that time together. And so he was really excited um, because he was like super frustrated. And it made me think about the time that I listened to T.D. Jakes preach a sermon. And he said, sometimes a man is standing in the middle of a crowded room screaming at the top of his lungs and no one hears him. This felt like one of those moments that it wasn't a crowded room, but clearly spending time with our family was a priority and something that was very important to my husband that day. And I needed to heed that voice. And so I was like, okay, we're going to do that. We're going to clear the calendar and we'll do whatever you want to do today. No time constraints, no nothing. And so we left and, you know, we went first, I think, to look at um, some RVs and stuff and I text my kids to let them know when they were done with their testing to come and meet us. And they did park the car and we all got in together and we just started driving we tried to figure out well, what are we going to eat because we're not going to eat anything that we normally do. Nothing usual. Let's go find something new. And the weather could not have been better. It was beautiful weather, beautiful day. And we were able to just go and spend time together. And of course, eventually uh, the oldest two were like chomping at the bit because they wanted to go hang out with their friends, do their own thing. But when I, husband made the comment that he was just like, I'm so excited that we're all in the car together and everybody's not trying to go do their own thing or having 50 million activities. We can just hang out and spend the day together. And it was really fun and really good, genuine quality time, which is needed um, because our schedules are so crazy. And a lot of times we are going in different directions and doing different activities. And it's like, hey, how you doing? And we're, you know, brushing past each other to go on to the next thing. And so our lives are so full. And so today I want you to think about that. How often is your life just full of so many different things that you don't actually take the time to sit down and spend it with the ones that you love the most, where there's no screens or interruptions, where you just really have quality time talking to each other and spending time together. Not where you're existing in the same house or in the same room, but you're on separate devices, not even communicating with each other, but where you actually are communicating and enjoying that genuine conversation together that we used to have 10, 15, 20 years ago before cell phones took over our lives. And we actually built relationships and communicated face to face with each other. I feel like we've lost sight of a lot of that. Or we're so busy serving in so many different places. Maybe it's at church or at a club in the you know community. You belong to different clubs or different organizations. And so you're serving there. You're serving on the PTA and you're serving in your kids' classes and you're serving here and serving there. And you're exhausted and your cup is empty and you don't have anything left over to pour 
into your home. A wise woman builds her house, but a foolish one plucks it down with her hands. That scripture keeps playing in my head over and over again. And right now, it is literally guiding every decision that I make. Even in the way that I say things, it's helping me to take that time to step back because a soft answer turns away wrath and monitor even how I'm responding in things because I know that I set the tone. Ladies, I think sometimes we forget about that. Like everybody else in the house could be in a great mood and they walk in the door. If you're not in a good mood, you're going to affect every single person because eventually once they get in the house and they've interacted with you or they feel that aura or atmosphere that you have around you, it's going to affect them and impact each and every one of them to the point where then they'll also have an attitude or they'll respond harshly or in frustration. And while it is definitely a lot of pressure and it's not always easy to do, especially if your cup's not full, we've got to be very mindful of how we're building our houses and the tone that we're setting because everybody can feel it. I used to not really understand why all these people would be like, oh, happy wife, happy life, happy wife, happy life. But it makes sense to me now just simply because of the position that God placed us in as women. We are serving and caring and nurturing everyone, but we've got to make sure we're doing that same thing for ourselves and that we're being very selective about what we're giving our best yes to. COVID came in and I think helped us all to see clearly what really matters, where our time should be spent, the quality of our time, and who it should be spent with because life could change in an instant. And so many things that we don't have control over. So the things that we do have control over, we need to be much more intentional about it and really impactful with our time, our actions, and the things that we do. And that's what reading this book has helped me to get to of like, okay, if I've got two things in front of me and both of them are good things, which one is the best yes for me in this moment? And what takes my best yes today may be different tomorrow. What it is this morning may be different this afternoon, but I've got to decide in each of those moments, what is the best yes for me? And if I make this decision, because every time you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. When you say no to one thing, you're saying yes to something else. For example, let's say someone calls you up and says, hey, I'm having a party on Saturday. It's going to be at six o'clock. It's, you know, all white affair. Make sure you dressed up. It's very formal, so on and so forth. And you're like, absolutely count me and I'll be there. But then at the same time, your husband's like, hey, I've made reservations. We're going on date night and, you know, we're going to go to this. And you're like, well, I already committed us to this. But he's really excited about it and he's already put in the effort and made the plans to do it. Do you just forgo his effort and what he said and just go along with what you said? Or do you say, okay, and you call the person up and say, hey, I'm not able to make it. You have a conversation about it. I will say that happened to us a couple of weeks ago. We had two different events to go to. And they kind of overlapped, but we were able to communicate until we ended up spending time at both events until we both were able to go to something that we wanted to go to and it worked out well. So communication is definitely key. I will say that, but it's just determining what is the best yes for you. If someone wants you to serve and maybe they want you to, let's say, be a part of the PTA and they want you to serve in an actual officer position. And to you, that's like, yes, it will increase your volunteer time. It'll give you more time at the school with your kids. And, you know, you'll be able to have something else that's just kind of your own that you're able to do and contribute. But at the same time, you're also trying to build a business. Which one is the best yes for you right now? If you commit to that PTA position, 
how many hours a week is it going to entail, how much extra events and extra things will you have to do that will take away from the time that you've dedicated in this season to grow your business. Both of them are good things, but how are you affected? And if you have to do those PTA events when your child has other activities outside of school, how are you going to balance those? Those are the things that I'm talking about that you don't have to say yes to every single thing and you don't have to feel guilty about saying no. No is a complete sentence and it's a very powerful sentence. You don't have to say it in a mean way or just shut people down, but you've got to do what is best for you in this moment and in this season and what's best for your family. And so you aren't going to be able to serve on every committee. You aren't going to be able to join every single activity or go to every single thing that you're invited to. I really want this to help give you freedom going into this holiday season because it's about to be November and that's dinner parties and people constantly saying, hey, let's get together. You've got Friendsgiving and then actual Thanksgiving and then all these different Christmas parties. It can be a very stressful season when it comes to those types of things because you're constantly going to all these different events that you don't have time to replenish and remember the true meaning of this season. And so I want to encourage you this week to sit down and really decide what should you be giving your best yes to? What deserves your time right now in this season and capacity? Who should you be spending that time with? And in what ways should you be pouring out? That's what I want you to focus on because you don't want to go into the season already burned out before you even get started or overcommitted or just wanting to get through the season instead of actually enjoying it and having that peace and joy and being able to give back to others and filling your cup so that you can then help fill others. So this week, focus on that. Pull you out a piece of paper, write down some decisions you're facing, even right now. Writing it down, I will say, will help you because you can weigh out the pros and cons or even figure out, okay, well, what if I do this decision, what will be affected? If I make this decision, what will be affected? And figure out which one is a better option for you and which one you can live with, you know, whatever those outcomes would be, which one would you have peace about? That is the key that's going to help you figure it out, is which one would you have peace about? Because God's peace, he can give us peace that surpasses all understanding. And so you want to make sure that you have peace about these decisions, not turmoil where you're tossing and turning and unsure, because that's really a good sign and sure giveaway that that's probably not the best decision for you to make. It shouldn't cause you turmoil or lack of sleep, because you've got to be able to rest in God. So we're focusing on what should you be giving your best yes to. Lord, we thank you so much for this word, Father. We thank you for your guidance, Lord. We thank you that we don't have to figure everything out on your own, Lord, but that we can trust in you and your word and in your timing. That we don't have to feel pressured to hurry up and say yes. That we don't have to say yes just to feel accepted or loved or valued by someone because we're already accepted, valued, and loved by you. We are already chosen by you. So we don't have to prove anything to anyone by being involved in every activity or on every committee because our worth and our identity is solely in you. And so we thank you, Father, for reminding each and every person listening today that their identity is in you, that they can rest in you, that they don't have to chase after titles or committees or anyone else's approval because they already have yours. Help them, Father, to see clearly, to see themselves the way that you see them, and to be able to choose what is the best yes for them in this season that may be different than prior seasons, and to be okay with evolving and changing and allowing you to continue to help us to become all that you created us to be. 
So we pray that you cover each and every one of them, Father. Help them to be confident in the decisions that they make, to stand by those decisions, Father, to let their yes be yes and their no's be no, and to trust you for the outcome, Lord, that they be okay, that sometimes people may be disappointed, but that that doesn't mean it's a reflection of them or that they're any less of a person, Lord. So we thank you for helping them to stay strong in you, to be confident in who they are in you, Lord, and for leading and guiding them in the directions that you want them to go as they continue to become. We ask these things in your sweet son Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thanks so much again for listening in today. I hope to continue the conversation with you. You can head over to thejourneyofyou.net and sign up for our email list, or you can send me an email at support at thejourneyofyou.net, and I'd love to continue talking. Until next time, remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get G-E-T unstuck U-N-S-T-U-C-K and begin your journey to just be you, be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.